You're listening to Wisdom of One. I'm the bad guy. Yes, Skankro, we know. We've on episode eleven, we've gotten to know your character by now. No, I'm not the ambiguously hilarious guy. I'm the bad guy yes. now. Ambiguously it's stretching it a bit, I think. Oh yeah, right, because you still look like the racist dwarf. <laughs> One thing that we didn't cover in the last episode is after your glorious battle against the uh, racist guard, you are now both third levels. So you've gone up a level. So that means that, Skankra, you have a whole series of spells to claim that you know all of with no limitations now, right? <laughs> I don't know what you're implying. <laughs> Dagan, you have new changes to be made. What's going on there? Oh, yeah. So um, it's kind of cool because I can do two awesome things. Like, for one is I can actually deflect missiles now. So if I get hit with an arrow and I can just roll a 1d10 and reduce the damage I take by that amount plus my uh, dex mod and monk level. Am I supposed to be following this? <laughs> no. And then if it is reduced to zero, I can actually turn around and use a key point to throw the arrow back at them. That's cool. It's going to be awesome. And then thing two, I went down the elemental monk path, which enables me to do a spell I like to call the fist of broken wind. <laughs> stink fist. <laughs> yeah, stink fist. <laughs> Stinky bubbles. <laughs> Is it silent? Oh, no. <laughs> and it's actually surprisingly powerful because you can do... Oh, uh, you don't need to explain to us that it's surprisingly <laughs> yeah, powerful. Yeah, we've yeah. been in the same room as you. We know how powerful it is. <laughs> We're in the same room now. Uh, That's right. Yeah, so things may sound different because we are all now in the same room. We get to make glorious unbroken eye contact. Can you imagine that we're capable of being in the same room? <laughs> I know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> okay, so, um, but you guys are all set. You don't have any more math. Done with the math. I'd like you to know I now have double-digit hit points, so no watch way. the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. I have more hit points than my armor class. <laughs> All right, so where we left last time is you guys were in an elevator, a roughly hewn elevator made out of wooden planks and heavy dwarven wrought chain, and that elevator was very slowly lowering you down into the darkness. You had fought your way to get there, killed some guards. One guard did a very sad suicide at the end that I'm not quite sure how I'm going to handle Whee! it and make it less sad. <laughs> but um, I mean, it was a racist suicide. Yeah, but it's still sad, right? He probably had racist family and racist kids and, <laughs> and a racist cat that relied on him for food. and. <laughs> Yeah, you've really got a feel for the racist cats. <laughs> Get one of those uh, TV commercials. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Is your racist cat out in the rain? <laughs> Has your racist dog been tied to a leash for you eight hours? You gotta do it like Sarah McLaughlin. Oh. Yeah. Or whatever her name is. What's that one? I think it's Sarah McLaughlin, yeah. Yes, I did a reference. Yeah. <laughs> I did a pop culture, you guys. Woohoo! So everyone is in it's a pretty small elevator, and so it's loving an elevator, living it up as you're going down, and everybody's in it. Runnus, Kaylee, Skankra, Dagan, and then the five 
warrior creatures? You know, uh, now that we're in the same room, I can see you passing notes, you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then of course the one verbose creature that likes to flash lights here and there, who made some sense, or at least the sentient crystal that you had in your hand. Oh yeah, right, right. Was telling you what they were meaning, but then it started to be quiet again. Who knows? That's weird. I don't know. I'm, maybe it was only sentient for like you know a couple minutes, but you know maybe it needed to be near a mushroom or something. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> if you had more mushrooms, I think this would work better. Isn't it crazy how like that crystal can somehow understand what they're saying and then tell me what it is? It's really amazing. <laughs> She's really friendly, the crystal. Yeah. Although I think you accidentally just diagnosed what it actually did. <laughs> Wait, you mean my friend the crystal was just translating? I mean, that's oh, very oh, nice well. of her, right? <laughs> crystal, I call her. <laughs> yeah, crystal... Last name, Meth. <laughs> she dances in the back shaft. That's right. <laughs> Miss Miss Meth. <laughs> and she picked up this racist cat on the side of the road one day. That's and true. They don't get along, but she just can't seem to turn it away. Because every time she does, she hears Sarah McLaughlin in the back of her head. <laughs> and she starts crying. No, it's really true. Yeah. We all get locked into these bad relationships. Um, okay, the box that you're in is rattling, shifting back and forth, swinging. It feels sturdy, but it definitely doesn't feel smooth and elegant. It feels like something that was slapped together by professionals, but still slapped together. So, uh, is there any way I could request the non-poor elevator? Um, this appears to be the elevator that you use when you go in the poor door. <laughs> oh, oh, excuse me, this seems to be the servant's elevator. Huh? I'm not making a delivery. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Um, so, blank, blank, blank. So, can we, like, listen real hard to see if the uh, racist dwarf's ladder caused alarm? Okay. I guess I don't, yeah. I, I, that's Dagan again. Doesn't need to be Dagan. <laughs> yeah. Like, I definitely want to try to, you know, yeah. figure out whether the people downstairs have an idea. That totally, a perception uh, roll, perception, whomever wants it. It doesn't matter. Their leader is with you. Oh, that's right. Uh, so, so Skankra looks like the <laughs> horrible blind. That's right. We can't cheat anymore. Oh. <laughs> I perceived um, that we're going down a bumpy elevator. Mm -hmm. Great. All right. Yeah. Well, it makes sense because you wouldn't really be able to hear anything except these chains clanking. Oh, did we put Runnus in the guard's outfit and Dagan's in the guard's outfit as well? Uh, Runnus put a cloak over his shoulders. Yeah, or enough to. Yeah, I put a cloak on yeah. to cover up my orangish pink skin. Yeah, also Dagan still has that black paint on him, yeah. so that's making it so that you're not glowing. Although, in the battle, there were some little streaks here and there, so you see some, <laughs> some pink zooming out of the, uh, yeah. the little scratches in the paint there, but really helps the ambiance of the elevator. A little after battle glow. That's mm. <laughs> right. You know how that goes. Uh, so yeah, you, you can't hear anything over the clinks. You are noticing that the shaft that you were going down is very similar to the crack that you climbed in for hours and hours. That's why you're so intimately familiar with it. It doesn't look like it has been dug or chipped out of the stone. It looks like a very natural shaft. So sometimes one wall is closer to you. And I like my shafts natural. Yeah. <laughs> a little bendy, the shaft, because yeah. it's, you know, natural. All right, I'll stop trying to use the word shaft. <laughs> okay, the orifice that you are plunging into... <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? Has it been circumshafted? <laughs> 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 
Oh, God damn it. <laughs> damn it. God damn it. Skankrog got the best pun of the night already. Victory! That's your first good pun. Lies! Man. Circumshafting. <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh, God. That was good. <clears throat> um, hope you're listening with your kids, guys. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the crevasse is... <laughs> All right, scanning for dirty uh, is is obviously natural. It has all of the ebbs and flows of actual Mother Nature as opposed to dwarven hands. <laughs> don't want dwarven hands. You on don't your want shaft. dwarven hands in your shaft. <laughs> yeah. But it makes it look huge. <laughs> Inspiration point for Skankrod. <laughs> if only I knew what that was. For giving the DM a headache. Um. <laughs> oh, God, uh, stop it. So, uh, inspiration, if you roll badly, you can use that inspiration point to re-roll. Nice. It's like an advantage. Yes, except for you can declare it after the fact when you realize you've done something horrible or something. <sighs> okay. Uh, it goes down for about 10 minutes, clank, 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 slow rate of speeds, you figure you've gone down about 300 feet or so, and then it slows, and there's a clunk, and the box rattles, and you come to a stop. The doors slide open, second floor, ladies' laundry, no, you see a flat surface, it's very small, but there's a stone platform in front of you with some more gears and machinery in the far corner. Mm. Nice. I think you should charge. I mean, no. Let's just try to stealth there first, maybe. Well, no, because you guys are all my prisoners, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's why I put on the cloak. That's right, yeah, because... No, because I'm a prisoner. Oh, right, 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 right. Everyone else is one of the bad guys. Just hold the cloak up over your head, and they won't be able to tell the difference. That's right, except for the flashy light guys, but they'll also be prisoners. Cover up the pink as much as you can, but... Yeah. 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 So wait, am I a prisoner? No, no, you're one of the guards. Oh, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So you and Ronis are the guards. Yeah. Alright. And then Kaylee and then the, uh, the, the goobered guys. <sighs> Racism and getting people out. I'm, I'm trying to get in character. I can't think of what motivates them because nothing <laughs> motivates me. Hmm. Okay, prisoner. Kaylee, I'll, I'll push you forward or something. Okay, super. Oh, you hurt me, you horrible beast, you. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Mm. So uh, you can immediately see the, the far end of the ledge. It's not big enough to have any you know, mystery to its dimension. In the center, there is a body of a dwarf that looks like he jumped out of a wooden box. Uh, his 
crushed armor, blood pooling on the side, a picture of his family next to his open hand. A picture of his sad racist cat. His sad racist cat. A small bag of crunchies. <laughs> it's right, right, right next. And a saucer of milk. Yep, yep. <laughs> very, very white milk. Uh, the letter from the orphanage that he's been donating all of his racist earnings to on the side <laughs> without telling anybody. <laughs> and then on the far side, there is another box, very similar to the elevator box. So, Oh, I bet we have to keep going. Um, All right, well, I searched the dwarf for any racist money. Okay, excellent. I'm happy to take it. Fifteen. Fifteen, excellent. Uh, you find six racist silver pieces yeah. and a racist key. Ooh, racist key! It's moderate sized. It doesn't look super fancy, but it looks like a standard, usable, quality key. Nice. So, uh... Forward, you idiots! I forgot what I was gonna say. Wait a minute, it was a good idea. Hang on. That's okay. We all forget things. Hmm. It was probably a bad idea anyway. Oh, right! Hey, Skanky, use your spanner thing and see if anybody's gone down this pathway in a while. Well... Gosh, the information of whether somebody's gone down this hallway, which we know everyone's gone down and is the only way you're in or out of this place. No, you idiot. I'm talking about the length of time. Like, did they go back here half an hour ago, two hours ago, 15 minutes ago, five minutes ago, three seconds ago, four days ago? And I'd like to hear what you would do differently based on <laughs> any of those answers. He just listed a lot of different times. He sure did. What are you trying to do? Like my voice or something? What's wrong with my voice? <laughs> Stop trying to intimidate me. That's, I mean, in, wait, wait, wait. What's that word? Intimate. In, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> um, Entrance. Oh. <laughs> That's right. Imitate. Seduce. Fuck. <laughs> Did you look through this scanner? What difference would it make if there were 30 seconds or three hours? Because either they're waiting for us or maybe they've gone by a while ago and they don't know we're coming. Blah, blah, blah. I perceive a three. We have no idea. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Through the spanner? I rolled a three. So you actually don't see any footprints leading to the box. There are a couple handprints on the far wall, the far end of the, what's the safe word? Crevasse. <laughs> <laughs> the far wall is probably 20 feet away from the edge of the platform that you're on. So you definitely could not reach out and put your hand on it. So there's a handprint on the far side of the wall, but other than that, no idea. Hmm. Wait, like a handprint that you couldn't actually reach from here? Right. So it's like a question, how did they get there? Possibly. Mm. Like perhaps the spidery wizard decided not to take the service elevator? I'm not making a delivery, you know. <laughs> I won't ride the servant's elevator. I definitely want to just go to the edge and peer down. Okay. And have a see what I can see. <clears throat> yeah, so I mean, it's straight down dark, no natural light. Your dark vision allows you to see down 50 feet, but it's hit the... Hey, you guys, let's take this elevator. <laughs> Oh, all right. This one operates in the same way as the other one. Just pull that lever and it'll go down. Well, before you do that, have you tried putting your nunchucks in the gears? Um, last time, my nunchucks got destroyed, and so I don't have them anymore. It's really kind of sad, actually. Okay, so hopping in, going down. Going down. All right. Yeah. Going down. Pulls the lever down. So another 10 minutes or so, you can kind of hear a difference in the chain noises. I'm not quite sure exactly what that's about, but everyone roll up perception. Woohoo! Rolling up perception. 
shit. You know what? We're in an elevator, and it's going down, not up. I think it is also going down. Yeah. You know what? I, I think it's going down, but it's held up by chains. Ah. Yeah. So. I rolled a 10. We're going down, down, into the ground, ground. None of us rolled above a 10. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunate. <laughs> Meanwhile, like the flashy ladies, like, uh, guys, there's a dragon down there, yeah, but we right. have no idea. Someone's flashing at us again. I don't know what she's doing. Uh, okay, so the, the elevator slows, comes to another halt, the chinky chink of the chains, and then the doors open. I don't know why there's a hydraulic hiss, but I'm just saying so. Because they got doors from Star Trek? That's right, yeah. <laughs> Plywood doors. <laughs> and as the doors open... Gankrow, will a 13 hit you? Yeah, of course. Okay. And I have more hit points now, just so you know. Yes. An arrow hits you in the shoulder for three points. Still alive, motherfuckers! Uh, Dagon, a five will not hit you. Nope. Uh, okay. Ronis is dead. Wow, that was the real spread. <laughs> a shadowy figure in the distance gets hit in the back with an arrow and slumps down to the ground. Ronis gets struck horribly right in the eye and drops to the ground. Oh no! Oh shit! Oh thank god. <laughs> um, I can heal you with, you know, my- Oh, don't bother, I've been waiting for this for years. You want some spider goo? That seemed to help last time. Yeah, well, why not everyone roll initiative? Alright. Shit. Nine! I hate this die. This die sucks. 17. You have a plus three initiative? Goddamn right I do. Dex is my highest modifier on account of the fact that I'm a, a monk. Monkity monk. Monk? Monks need high dex. Uh, Skankrow, what'd you get? Uh, 73. Fantastic. Out of a d20. It's... Yeah, well, you yeah, have a plus 60 something. I'll put you at the bottom then. 17 for Dagan. Uh, Dagan, your turn. Um, the doors open. A flight of arrows come rushing in. Drops Runnus. And all you see are dark figures in the distance. Somebody save Runnus! And then I charge out to how far away are these shadowy creatures? Uh, about 30 feet. Oh, awesome. Because my movement is 35. And they appear to be at the far side of the platform. You can't quite make out their actual physical positions, so you're in a somewhat confined space. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to go run over there, and like I'm going to do a magic knife, you Okay. Know, and then I'm going to use the ring hand to do the thing. Okay, so as you get closer, you notice that they are creatures that are physically very similar to the warrior creatures that are with you. They're a little bit shorter, but their skin is white, pure white, instead of the darkish, purplish black that the ones you're used to. And they are hanging on the wall, like their hands are stuck to the wall, and the ones that are shooting arrows have uh, both of their feet attached to the wall in sort of a way that they're not standing on the platform. They're sort of behind the end of the platform. Okay, so... But they're definitely within arm's reach still. Okay, great. Because they're smart. So I'm gonna continue with the plan. Yep, yep, go ahead. You know, they have white hands. Like the white hand thing on the right is close, uh, man. Wow. Look, I'm paying attention. Look at that leap. Whoo. Wow. I'm noticing things. <laughs> okay, so knife. That would be a 19 to hit. Yes, definitely hits. So, eight points of magic knife damage, Okay. followed by copper ring of cold. Which I have to do a constitution save? Uh, wisdom. Wisdom save? Wisdom save. Now I do it at advantage, right? Yes. 
Oh, yeah, natural 20 for the save. Beautiful, so roll so, d8 and double it. All right, so then the punch. If you hit. Yeah, I think I did because I got 23. Oh, yes, the hits. So 2d8 plus the regular 4 for the punch. Yeah. Ooh, 16 points of cold wow. punch in the face. Way so. to be useful. So slash and then a huge punch. <laughs> the creature silently slumps and then falls down into the crevasse. Yeah. Making no sound the whole time. Kind of creepy. It's a classy Kinda way to creepy. die. Runneth, oh my god, runneth. And she immediately starts trying to put bandages over the eye, yanking on the arrow, shaking his head back and forth. Oh, no. <laughs> when I pull this, his left hand moves. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I'm not such a good doctor. Maybe someone else could do that. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, she wraps bandages on him, and uh, he doesn't look much better. Dagan will run over and try to fix him next. It's not your turn. I know. When it's my turn, I'll do that. The five speared warriors come out, and one of them hucks a spear, and hits one of the white creatures, and then the other ones start slinging stones. They have these slings that they had around their waist. The good guys are throwing stones? Yes, the dark creatures are throwing stones. The white creatures are getting hit by stones. Look, who are any of us to throw stones? Yeah. Exactly. So, clunk, clunk, clunk. It's all done in silence because the dark creatures with spears don't make noise. The white creatures with arrows don't make noise. It's just the creepy sound of weapons on flesh. Mm. Mm. So then another flight of arrows come in. Oh my goodness. So a three will not hit you, Skanker, I assume. <laughs> Dagon and an 11 will not hit you, I assume. Nope. One of the dark creatures gets hit in the chest with an arrow and goes down, but just looks hurt. Kaylee is missed. She's in the open doorway, so she has partial cover. All the white creatures take two or three steps back. So they're still technically within arm's reach, Dagon, but you're now going to be standing on the very edge of the crevasse. Mm. So keep that in mind for, like, jump kicks or, or yeah. getting pulled off or something. Skankrow, you Aha! Finally! Well, I'm very concerned for Runnus, and I'd like to search him for things. <laughs> God. If you're facing death by dragon breath, it's a gamble. Every hour, somewhere in Underhaven, an animal is suffering from neglect. A racist animal. They suffer alone and terrified and racist. They're waiting for someone to help, but not like anyone to help. Not like a, well, you know who I mean, right? These poor animals are trapped in the cages they wish they could put certain children in. They're stuck behind walls that the dwarves refuse to pay for. They're lacking basic needs, like khakis and tiki torches. These are furry Nazi dogs, Ku Klux kitties, birds who just want to make Underhaven great again, and little Pepe frogs who just want carriage drivers to speak common, damn it. They're afraid that goblins will replace them. They need food, shelter, and tiny white hoods with little holes cut out for their ears to stick through. Please, make a donation to the Skankra Memorial Money Fund. Won't you stand up for a pet in need? A racist pet. 
operators from the right side of Underhaven are standing by. Occasionally inappropriate penis jokes. Wisdom of one. Uh, roll. <laughs> no, no, I'll try to medicine them. I mean, I want to, but... Kaylee is right there, so... Yeah, hold on. Wait, I've got all these fancy new spells. It could be really exciting. Uh... Yeah, he, he got an expansion pack for all the spells that he doesn't know that he's just going <laughs> to do anyway. Well, he has a whole other level of spells that are possible thanks to going up a level, so... Yeah, that's right. More books to just claim he knows all of. He can know two prepared spells, which means... All prepared all spells. All of them. <laughs> he prepared, he got the book. Oh, yeah, I forgot I didn't learn any of the ones that did anything. <laughs> All of them are really aimed at Dagon, so none of them... Uh... Here, run us, don't worry. Cloud kill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skankra learning a healing spell sounds just about right. Oh, please, you know I'm not going to do a healing spell. Bitch, I'm about to do something useful. <laughs> Yay! 11 episodes in. All right, so they're all there lined up on the edge? Yes. Gust of wind, motherfucker. Uh, well, okay. That sounds like a great idea. Actually, sounds like a great idea. Go ahead and do that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, 19! Sweet. A line of strong wind, 60 feet long and 10 feet wide, blasts you in a direction you choose in the spell's duration. Each creature that starts its turn in the line must succeed a strength saving throw or be pushed 15 feet away from you in the direction following the line. Okay, so Dagon, roll a strength save. Okay, that's not terrible. No, that's not bad at all. 21. So, David, you're standing there looking at the creatures, kind of imagining how far do you have to lean forward to, to throw yeah. punches. Like this far or... A blast like- of wind just hits you in the back and ah! almost throws you off the edge of the crevasse. Jesus, Murphy! Damn it. The light creatures all suckered to the wall. Most of them weather the wind rather well. One of them slips, lets go, and then falls silently head over tails. You're welcome, America. Yeah. Thanks, Skanky. That was, you know, awesome. But the main goal of knocking Dagon off the edge of the shelf has failed. I gotta get a higher spell save, DC. Okay, so one of them's done. You didn't kill Dagon. That's a good round. So back to the top, Dagon. Dagon will run over to Ramus. Okay. And try to medicine him. Alrighty. Um, 12? Sorry you're gonna <laughs> die, Ramus. So you the bleeding is slowing down thanks to your thing? Because his brain has swollen and filled in the hole. <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't look good, but you didn't kill her. You undid some of the potentially lethal damage that Kaylee did. Oh, good. And so that's where you're at. I think I should step away from the medicine duties, frankly. Yeah, I, I, I can get it, Kaylee. I, just give me one more try here. I'm good at other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go stab somebody. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go do that. Remember, aim for somewhere else other than your chest. Yeah. Right, right. So they're a little too far away from me, so I'm just going to take you know, take partial cover from whatever sneezing creature that might be in the far room <laughs> and take a couple pot shots with my short bow. So here we go. Uh, two hits with my short bow, which is not really something I use that much. I usually have it just over my shoulder for looks because, you know, you look intrepid. It's very cool. Yeah. I used to have nunchucks for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, the gear smudge thing. Yeah, yeah. the gear stoppers. Yeah, yeah. 
So she hits one of the light creatures with two arrows, and it doesn't look healthy, but it's still there. Another round of sling stones coming out of the four healthy warrior class creatures. Oh, by the way, the speaking creature, the creature that can make light, is inside the elevator, taking full cover in a sort of fetal position. She's not a fighter. Dagan, like, puts his hand over there and be like, it's okay, it's okay. She flashes some lights at you. Oh, good. One of the light creatures gets mortally wounded by uh, four stones hitting simultaneously. So now there are oh. three light creatures still hanging on the wall. Mm, oh, boy. Lazy. Three light creatures hanging on the wall. Hey, remember when there was that handprint on the far side of the wall that looked funny? Should have noticed that, maybe. Someone rolled a three. <laughs> Way to go, Skanky. Someone doesn't care. Two of them fire two more arrows, miss completely, just goes ricocheting off the walls, and then the other one leaps onto the platform and pulls out a clear stone dagger. Looks to be some sort of crystal and does a very creepily deceptive move where it jags to the left and then spins to the right and does a low stomach shot right into Kaylee. Just and she stumbles and falls to the ground and rolls, protecting her head and neck, but that surprised her and now she's hurt. We're gonna be all alone pretty soon. All alone, all alone. Oh my God, that was really good. Well done, you, I didn't see that coming, but oh. <laughs> uh oh. Sue, skank around, your turn. Uh, how many are left of the bad guys? Three. Three. Mm-hmm. Two still hanging up on the wall, shooting arrows at you. One right. with that crystal dagger that's about 15 feet away from you now. I know what it's time for. Thunder wave! <laughs> Thunder wave! Am I, like, now behind Skanky? Yes, you are now behind Because I'm trying to save Ronis. Skankra is bravely covering you in the doorway of the elevator with his body. Gaily, watch out! I'm totally kicking ass. It's okay, I'm laying on my side, wondering what the hell just happened, so I'm a flat profile. So they have a constitution save. Uh, fail, fail, fail. Hell yeah! They do 2d8 thunder damage and are pushed 10 feet. Whoa. So, here we go. Go. 10. Okay. 10 and 7. And they are pushed 10 feet. And then there was another one, so roll another one. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. I'm like Death Machine 9. Okay, so one of the archers actually drops and silently falls down the crevasse, so he's gone. You know, Runnis, Kaylee, you're bleeding, and Dagon's making <laughs> eyes. Okay, so the other archer hangs tight on the wall, took some damage, pushed back a little bit, but was able to suction. The one with the crystal dagger takes a really awesome sort of ninja low profile stance and is defying the pressure of the wind. But as he does so, he topples horizontally off the edge of the crevasse. (laughs) It was perfect in one direction and then just completely collapsed in the other. I return as death machine. Bow before me, slayer of all. Um, shut up, shut up. Yeah, well, you can tell me to shut up when you kill something or save something. Uh, Roll a perception? Uh, that's... Not, not a good perception. <laughs> okay. Uh, six. Okay. Uh, that was really funny the way he fell off like that. I mean, uh, uh, he thought uh, he was totally going to defy you, and then he's falling. 
<laughs> okay. There's uh, no defying me. Dagan, your turn. You are over the quivering body of Runnus. I'm going to try to do it again, Runnus. Stay with me. Runnus has passed his first death saving throw. Oh, right. please, Runnus. It's nothing. Don't worry about all it. Right, all right, all Kaylee right. made him fail the first one automatically. <laughs> so. Oh, shit. Okay, here we go. Um, okay. 19. Oh, great. You actually feel like you have turned it in a specific way that you feel like you can actually pull the arrow out without causing any damage. It feels smooth and loose. Ooh, smooth and loose. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) I'm such a sexual being that nothing I can say is is safe. So you're saying now that it's smooth and loose, I should pull out, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it'll do less damage out there. And ends. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants a Dwanus. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so do you do that? Or yeah, okay. of course. All right. So you take it out, and you're able to actually put cloth in the wound. The eye looks like it's destroyed, but you're able to actually staunch the wound. He looks pretty stable, not leaking anywhere that he shouldn't be. Keeping his food in, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, look, it's not like you need depth perception for all the climbing we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right. <laughs> it's all I feel anyway. Or your brain to work, or <laughs> right. You know. Oh, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> I haven't thought much farther than just this couple of seconds. But okay, so good job. Yes, excellent job. Probably saved the day there. Kaylee gets back up to her feet and two more short bow bolts. Strikes with both, and the final pale creature collapses and disappears into the darkness. So she, um, with the arrow, she uh, impaled them. That's true. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's like one of Skanky's puns. Usually. There's a good moment of silence there for <laughs> the death of comedy. <sighs> Well, that went really well, guys. That was... Yeah, I don't feel very good. I got stabbed really badly in the stomach. It's okay. We have a healer. Oh, no, we don't. Yeah, um, I think he's not going to die, but... I know. I'll do some medicine on myself. Uh, oh, Jesus. It was nice knowing you, Kaylee. Two more hit points. Oh, no. Um, you want me to try? Yes, please. Okay, all right. Uh, you did better than, than I did. Okay, just stay there. And... Oh, shit. Uh, 23. Holy mackerel. Dagan MD here steps over and she has a, a gaping wound in her stomach. You're able to bind it and it actually looks really stable. Stop the bleeding. She actually gets up and says, oh, I can breathe easier now. Great. Thank you so much. This episode is Dagan MD and Skankraw the Destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> Pretty weird. A bringer of health and a bringer of death. Seems about right. Uh, it's always one or the other and you always switch, but okay, cool. <laughs> what would you like to do? Let's keep going down. Um, You know, maybe we should get Runnus on his feet so he can heal us. Kaylee says, oh, look at this. And she reaches down and picks up the crystal dagger. Ah, that's what I miss when I rolled bad. Slashed her in the stomach. I can think I'll keep this as a memento because it really hurts quite a lot. Yeah, it kind of did gut you, so I feel like you should totally keep that. Ah, it's pretty cool. Okay, well, I'll just tuck it in my belt here. Now, of course, it has value, and as a a party, you should be compensating us in some way for the value of the dagger. Yeah, you know, like all of that money that you stole and then, like, didn't share with any 
anybody. I don't, what? I'll help you by moving silently and... <laughs> Not stabbing myself. Entertaining you here and there with my ones. And, yeah, I'll help the party. So, um, do you think there's anybody that can wake Ronus up? Good question. Maybe the scary lady over there, or the the lady that's scared in the corner. It's safe now. So she stands up, starts putting her hands on Runnus and feeling around in the pouches that she has hanging around her neck. She has a whole series of pouches that she had packed, and she pulls out some of the green mushrooms and then also this reddish powder. And so she sprinkles the red powder over the eye area and then... And puts a piece of green mushroom in his mouth. Aww. No, Skanky, you can't take any of those things. I'm watching you. No, I just watched him get saved by Christmas. <laughs> by the spirit of Christmas. So Runnus actually does stir. Oh, oh, why did they bring me back? I was going to the light. Oh. But he sits up and starts looking around. And, oh, I have a headache that you wouldn't believe. I kind of do believe it. I pulled an arrow out of your eye. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, kind of intense. Uh, that's probably why I'm only seeing in mono now. <laughs> How many fingers am I holding up? <laughs> He's up unsteadily to his feet, but he is up. All right. Well, let's go. Let's go back down the poor elevator. Okay. So hop into the elevator. Clankety, clankety, clank. And it goes down another 300 feet or so. Comes to a rest. The door is open. And you are no longer on a shelf, but it now looks like the bottom of the crevasse. It's it's a much wider room. We did it. Roll perception. I'm really not good at this tonight. <laughs> 13. Yeah, I also got a 13. Okay. The floor looks slimy in places. <clears throat> what did you do? Like trails of slime here and there. Like someone took a mop and just walked a trail across the room and then another one in some random... Hey, Skanky, you should step in that slime and see what happens. I don't know. I feel like we should talk to the manager. Yeah, that's right. This is a falling hazard. We are going to be calling our lawyers. So, Dagan's going to, like, walk not in the slime. Good idea. Very carefully avoiding the slime and stealth forward? So, as you are stealthing forward, you hear something fall behind where you would have been a couple seconds ago, but you had moved forward. And about a bathtub full of jello goes splattering down behind you and explodes on the ground. Well, somebody rolled performance poop. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, sir. Well done. Sploop. It's a greenish goo. See through it. There are bits of things in there. And it's now this horrible, slimy splatter behind you. Sounds like this is going to be a fun interaction. Uh, Dagan looks up to see what the source might be. Well, there's another one sort of above your head area, about 100 feet up, dangling from a A bit of stone. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to, like, make a mental note of where those goopy poops are. Goopy poops. Goopy poops. Goopy poop. I'm gonna like 
not walk underneath the goopy poops. Okay, good move. Skankrow, what are you doing? You saw the green thing land behind him and all yeah, that. Yeah, so what is sort of around us? Um, What can we see in terms of like, is it open around us? It's fairly open. You can see walls on either side, but you are essentially in a, in a very large cave now where there's a roof yeah. above everything that isn't the crevasse and it's large. So I don't know, I'm thinking half of a soccer field. Yeah. So you have a lot of room to maneuver. And is it, it's dark. Very dark. No lights, no... I wonder if there are any footprints around. Meanwhile, I'm going to take a stick or something and stick it in the goo. Okay. So it quivers. You probably taste it. The, all the pieces that are on the far ends are sliding back towards the center. Uh, they just start stabbing, 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 stabbing. Okay. With the knife. You can stick your knife in as many times as you wish. Yeah, I'm going to just... I don't know. Do you really know something until you've tasted it? (laughs) (laughs) I've seen these before. We need to get out of here or kill them because they're going to eat us. Ooh, fun. Um, am I doing it right? Am I killing it? Not at all. <laughs> How do I kill it? Fire or cold. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch it with the hand. Here, Kaylee, take a torch. And he lights two torches, one for himself, one for Kaylee. Skankraw, do you want a torch out of my pack of equipment that's 300 pounds? Why do I have you people? <laughs> uh, Dagan, uh, you're up. I'm gonna... Punchy goo! Okay, roll. Wisdom save. That one's not even a number. How do you get not a number? It was like on a piece of paper. (laughs) On the side, okay, all right. This one's a carrot. (laughs) (laughs) I rolled a carrot. Uh, A 21. Oh yeah, totally. 21 for the save. Sweet. And then for the punch. Oh fuck. How did I miss a pile of goo? (laughs) Seven for the goo. So it's moving and that's really freaking you out. You punch the ground and the ground freezes in this beautiful crystalline, but yeah, you missed the creature. Damn it. Haley steps forward and sticks her torch in the green goo. You hear a... Then your warrior friends poke at it with spears and they're not getting anywhere with it. So they were doing the Dagon technique. <laughs> um, the Dagon technique. The Dagon technique. Yes. Dagon. Yeah. Will a 19 hit you? Yeah. Okay. You are hit on the head with a giant gloopy green thing that has leapt off the roof and has plopped right on your head. <laughs> so, I want to punch it from within. <laughs> so 10 points of damage. Can't wait for the scene oh, in the movie. Fuck. And you are now completely encased in slime. <laughs> what happened to my pencil? Somebody stole my pencil. I don't do pencils. I make decisions. I don't use pencils. <laughs> Erasers insinuate you might make a mistake. So, oh, fuck. so yeah, 10 points of damage, and you are now completely engulfed, therefore you cannot breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so now there's this green sphere with Dagon floating in the middle of it. Okay, I'll stab it. <laughs> uh, Skankrod, is your turn. I guess I should probably torch it. Okay. I'll grab one of them torches and go. So go ahead and roll an attack with the torch. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Uh-oh. Oh! Thrusting a torch at a immobile object doesn't seem like a thing you could roll a one on, but... Here we are. <laughs> I sure can. <laughs> and I know he's not cheating because I'm looking right at it. Why would I cheat with a one? Uh, because you're doing something where I'm in danger. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, maybe this could be fortuitous. So you can't breathe. You just took 10 points of damage and now your stomach is on fire because someone jammed a torch <laughs> right into you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Four points of fire damage in your rum tum tumbly. So you got it dead center. Good shot. It's totally going to kill that green monster. I'm so good at this. 
<laughs> that couldn't have gone better. Kaylee um, changes her target to the one that has engulfed Dagon and is laying the torch up against its flesh. And as the fire touches it, it's sort of retreating, retreating, retreating. Now, Dagon, your left arm is exposed. You can now move your left arm. Oh, good. Try breathing through it. Oh, that's awesome, because that's the hand that the ring is on. <laughs> sure. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm married to the you copper just, lion ring. You just skank rod, but like in a dumb way. <laughs> yeah. Runnis holds his hammer up and says some quiet words, and the hammer glows this very, very bright, whitish-yellow light. You can see flames pouring out at the top of the hammer. Ooh. And he swings it over his head a la Thor and strikes the creature that has Dagon. Oh, we could finish him off. It blasts all of the ooze off of you, so you're now standing there in bright white light. Slightly sizzling in the stomach area, but the creature is just vaporized. Oh my god. You're welcome. I saved you. I got a cold fist of revenge for you, Skanky. <laughs> I saved you. The one on the floor has regathered itself into a goop pile. I feel that way most days. Snakes a tendril out at Kaylee. She sidesteps it and it misses another tendril out at Skankraw. What? Skankraw, will a 12 hit you? Of course it will. Oh, it does. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. One point of damage, ah. and list one of your items that it has taken. <laughs> uh, Dagon's watch. <laughs> no. Okay, I have a... Ooh, look, I have a crossbow, a light, a dagger, a dart, a quarterstaff, and a sling. I also have some languages. <laughs> It reaches over and takes common away. Great. Takes the spanner away, maybe. No. For, <laughs> for this one, you can you can pick. I think that even registered on my mic. <laughs> Loyal listeners, try to figure out which one of us did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can have my dart. I didn't even know I had it. A dart? Okay, cool. So uh, it snags away your dart that had won you many, many a contest at every local pub. Oh, yeah. Dart is gone. Oh. Uh, Dagan, your turn. Uh, I'm gonna do the cold punchy thing Kay. again, hopefully. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Eleven? Eleven. <laughs> nope. Oh, it's. Yeah. How's this battle going for you, Dagan? Yeah. Another frozen spot on the ground. Everyone's gonna have to watch where they step. It's very slippery and cold. Mm, mm. It looked really powerful. Yeah. If that, if that helps. Going pretty well. Kaylee, uh, yeah, she hits him with the torch, does some sizzling. It's hard to tell. It's a pile of goo. It doesn't react in the way that you'd normally. Ow, that hurt. Ooh, I'm down two points. Ooh. <laughs> the good old warrior guys are continuing with the spear theme. Just stab, stab, stab. Nailing it. They're making great contact, but it's just going in and out, in and out, and without any real point to it. You mean they're just like pushing rope? Yeah, it's pretty much pushing rope. There's no reaction. It's just something attached to get over with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now I'm sad. Uh. <laughs> 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 okay. So Runnis powers up his hammer with just his normal bluish light and takes a swing and misses completely. Guys, you need me to take care of this. Depth perception. <laughs> Skankrod is your turn. 
Yeah, I give him a torch taken again. Yeah, but he's not even standing next to the creature. But you don't know it could be inside him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I shit you not. And I can see it, so I know he's not lying. Oh, man. I shit you not. So I'm assuming not in the positive? Oh, never in the positive. Although last time it worked out great. I'm not anywhere near it. That's unbelievable. I double deuced, or double unoed. Uh, Skankra, roll a wisdom save, please. Got it. 17. 17. Okay, so you felt the cold tendrils of panic reach through your chest towards your heart. Your vision started to get extra crisp. Your breathing gets faster and faster. You feel the urge to run away and hide. What happened? Did I make eye contact with a girl? <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, wait, no, it's all in your head. It's okay. Keep it together. Keep it together. Girls aren't real. <sighs> <laughs> Panic attack averted. I'm digging. Your turn. Um, so I'm going to grab a torch and sort of like hand it to one of the good guys on our side okay. and like suggest <laughs> using that. But don't you need to give them some instructions? Oh, yeah. Uh, do I have like a red mushroom around? So I can be like, see, look, use the red mushroom. They don't speak English. No. Oh, um. <laughs> And then I hand him the torch. Dagan's Mushroom Stabby Show! <laughs> Hopefully I can still make a punch. Yeah. Go ahead and do a punch. I'll try to do a punch. The warrior creature takes the torch and is kind of looking at it, but go ahead. Okay, so I did the wisdom save of a lot, 20. Yep. So now I'm going to try to actually hit it this time. Here we go. Fuck. <laughs> I just rolled two sixes in a row. <laughs> so this ground is really cold and scary. It's super duper cold. Kaylee does another mild burn on the green creature. Sick burn. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, man, really? All right, so here's what happened. Uh, when you handed the torch to the warrior creature, I rolled to see what his reaction was. I got a one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then so he was going to misuse it in some way. So then in this turn, I rolled to see what would happen with his misuse. He rolled another one. Oh, oh my God. So what he does is he turns around and jams it into the midsection of one of his compatriots, and that creature bursts immediately into flames and turns into dust. <laughs> Oh, no! Whoosh. I take the torch away from him! <laughs> no! Bad creature! What did you say? In mm, 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 mm. The other ones take a step back from this murderer. Mm. Uh, that's their turn. Wow, gosh. I mean, to be fair, that's what I want to do when he talks. <laughs> Runnus touches his weapon again. It turns a greenish color this time. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Okay, and he vaporizes the other green slime. Oh my god. That went really well. <laughs> yeah. Our combat rounds have been really excellent. <laughs> yeah. We've just... lost like 30% of our party and have accomplished like just going down an elevator. Yeah. I lost an eye. That's true. <laughs> so that was good. <laughs> Yeah, we'd kind of got our asses kicked, and all we did was descend. I mean... So, you went down four elevators, each elevator was 300 yards, so 1,200 yards in this episode? Yeah. 21 yards? <laughs> 21 yards. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay, Ronas lost an eye and like seven people died, but I lost a dart. You stole the diamond from a concubine of a wizard who could read your mind. 
Podcasting service. 
We can be found online at wisdomofonepodcast.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Wisdom of One Podcast. You can email us at info at wisdomofonepodcast.com. Stay tuned for the next thrilling episode in which Dagan and Skankrock get into a petty squabble about nothing, ignore all of Sean's plot points, and most likely wind up dead. <laughs>